CKR Radio, bringing you the best of absolutely nothing. KR Radio, telling the truth no matter whose feelings it hurts. So today's topic is going to be the Sony hacker shutdown of the film The Interview, starring James Franco and Seth Rogen. And today you're going to get our general thoughts on why that's either good or bad, and what that means for the American culture or the future. Starting us off, let's go ahead and start with Alex, our guest star today. What do you think about this, sir? Honestly, man, uh, I, I think it's a pile of shit. Why, why should we have to censor ourselves... To, uh, I mean, the attacks, the threats, and everything—we're constantly under threat of attack all the time. I mean, we don't have a very good um, outlook of the world right now. I mean, everybody pretty much hates us for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, it's just—I mean—it's a lose-lose for us. And then this particular situation—I mean, it's just a lose uh, loss for the American audience that that wants to see this movie. Now, I mean, yeah. And I think that the majority of uh, of America agrees with you that that it is a problem <laughs> shit that um, the movie's getting pulled, that we can't watch it, that uh, the dictator of North Korea is actually dictating um, our expression in the States. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but personally, I, I, I just kind of – I mean I see that, and I think it is – I think it is bullshit that we have to censor ourselves to the world, but – uh, I think when people's lives are at stake, it it, it kind of changes changes the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean absolutely. When people's but, lives are being threatened. But, but I mean, I'm just saying, like we're we're constantly being threatened. I mean, all the time. I see exactly what you're saying. With the the whole focus of the globe is on America, and constantly. I mean, you remember the Bush administration with terror level red, terror level orange, constantly. It never dropped below yellow, right? Yeah, I mean, it was just like there was no point in having a little color-coded system at all. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, but I see your your overall point that we're always at threat. We're we're constantly under the um, suspicion of attack, and why should we let this one one country threaten us and take it any more seriously than somebody else? I think the difference is though is that with with NK North Korea. I think the the threats are just a tad bit more credible though. I think there's a bit there's a higher level of of danger when you're dealing with somebody as erratic as uh what is it Kim Jong Il is he the uh Kim Jong Un Kim Jong Un I knew it was the son but Kim Jong Il was the one from uh Team America right Yeah he was the puppet Yeah <laughs> Now now see that's interesting Bro. too um that that film came out right that was released uh in theaters nationwide Yeah we actually you know he actually died in that movie Kim Jong Il did, and uh, I mean it. Kim Jong Il honestly loved Western culture. He loved like uh, John Wayne cowboy movies and shit like that. Um, he was very big into Western culture. See, I didn't um, know that. And I don't know if maybe that's where the difference lays. Is that uh, Kim Jong Un? Well, I mean, you know, he had Dennis Rodman over there. You know, he was buddies with him. Yeah, but he's an alien, remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and also, I, th- I think the difference is that Team America was very cartoonish in its depiction, and it was, you know, puppets and claymation and all that, and also it was dealing with the father, like you just said, who might have been a bit more rational or more accepting of Western culture. This guy, Un, 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 whatever, I think that he uh, he might be just a tad bit more irrational, and he's much younger, right? What, what's his age, Alex? Do you know? Man, he can't be maybe 30. Maybe uh, in the 30s. So uh, you thrust someone like that into a dic- um, dictatorship, right? Dictatorial role, dictatorial, but that's uh, <laughs> how hesitant to say. But uh, and you, and you throw someone like that with no experience, and you give him complete power. And we saw how he handled that in his own country. He might be getting a little bit megalomaniac, right? Like, uh, well, you know, it definitely comes from he's the he's the new face of North Korea. He may have to establish himself as a dominant role. Um, so, so maybe that's, that's where his, 
you know, uh, his big uh, decision making is coming from is that, uh, you know, he he demands respect. He's, he's he trying to get it. Uh, Kay, what did you want to say before I interrupted you, sir? I was going to make the point that you uh, that you just made that he is pro- he's probably you know a, m- a more irrational person than Kim Jong uh, Il, yeah, and I mean we we have evidence of this. He's done some pretty some pretty wacky shit, you know. Um, he, they are making these threats of of cyber attacks. They've hacked into Sony. Uh, I don't know if people as a whole really understand the the magnitude of a cyber attack. They can cause a lot of fucking damage. Yeah, um, completely, yeah, completely destroy our infrastructure. You're right. Yeah, and, and we do have defenses against that, of course. But I mean, they are capable, uh, and they are serious. This activist group, whoever the guard, the Guardians of uh, Peace, is that what they call themselves? The Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, something like that. But I mean, clearly they're serious. They have the potential to uh, to do this these this cyber vandalism, as President Obama put it. So, cyber vandalism. That's a great, uh, great phraseology. Cyber. Yeah, vandalism. yeah. He's not. He's not calling it an act of terror yet. You know, they're still investigating and debating and all that. But um, they are. They are discussing putting North Korea back on our terrorism list because of this. Well, yeah. I mean, de- I mean, that's you know definitely a threat of terrorism. So I mean, they should definitely be on there. But yeah. but now say uh, say uh, a. You think that we should still have the right to view the film here in America, right? In the USA, I should say. Absolutely. Um, Now, see, see, I I understand both sides. I differ. I differ a bit. Obviously, I think um, in that I do think the threat is more serious, and so that I think they made the right decision. But I, I can understand the the feeling, and I'm sure Kay Kay agrees with understanding it. That uh, at, at least uh, that it, you don't want to seem like we're showing weakness and bowing down and you know just giving up without a fight or, or whatever. I mean that's bad terminology I'm using. Giving up with that's President Bush level shit, you know. <laughs> but like I, I see that, but at the same time I I do think the film was in bad taste in general. You know, just overall it just and outside of that I've argued this before. I don't think it was going to be a good movie. I saw the trailer and I just thought. Uh, I mean, humor subjective. Humor subjective, but I just thought this is. I, I I personally thought Seth and James were getting burnt out and they were becoming a hacks. You know, that was my. Well, goal. yeah, I mean, the fucking what was the the neighbors movie? I mean, that was probably the best comedy of the year. But what did you really compare it to? Well, I yeah, mean, what, there was uh, nothing. It's a it's a dry field. That's a good point, and I, I mean I'm a fan of both uh, Rogan and Franco. I think they're pretty funny guys for the most part. But I'm with Riley in the, in the statement that it was kind of in bad taste. I think I think we shouldn't make a movie provoking this guy. Just I just think it was a bad idea from the get go. You know what I mean? He's, he's a, such an easy target, man. I mean, he's a little chubby guy. He looks like uh, Psy from the Gangnam Style video. He does. He does, actually. Yeah, yeah. he kind of does. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, if Hitler if Hitler was alive and he hasn't done anything yet, but everybody knows he's crazy, are you going to make a movie provoking him to see if uh, to see if you can push his buttons and make him start a war? Dude, that's, that's what's so insane is, you know, that was 70 years ago. 70 years ago, um, Marvel Comics made a uh, Captain America issue. Where he was punching Hitler in the face, and or maybe maybe it was Superman. No, it was, it was Captain he, America. He remember he was fought, the, America, he fought okay. the Nazis. Yeah, I mean he was um, right there in it. And really, all that happened was Adolf Hitler said that uh, Captain America was a Jew. That was, that was it. That, that was his big fucking put down. You know, it's fucking it's crazy. So he didn't threaten to kill anyone. No, he was just so he was a lot more rational than this guy. <laughs> oh. You know, man. I mean. Hey, there's <laughs> definitely a different level of thinking on that level. You know, it's it's different. I, I oh, see. The thing is, I, I'm not endorsing Hitler. God knows. <laughs> but let's let's take it through. Hitler actually uh, rose to power, and Kim Jong Un was thrust into power. You see, I, I do think there's a difference in level of maturity and shit. Um, that was a great point by Kay. But also, I, I was gonna say that the level of um, social, like the speed of information and how it's accessed is was so different back then. But you said that he read the issue and he heard about it, so he obviously, 
how do we know that he didn't start all that shit because of that, right? Or was it already in the thrust of war? I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it was already in the in the peak of war. Like well, we were see, definitely involved in it by then. Kay's analogy was that he hasn't done anything yet, right? And then we do that shit. And you see, it, it would be kind of different. Like if if we were already in a war. Yeah, actually, that's a good question. Let's see. Uh, a, let's say that we're in we're in a war with North Korea, right? Be it yeah. a cyber war, an actual war, maybe a war by proxy like Vietnam, right? Whatever. We're in a, some sort of cold war or a hot war with North Korea, and the interview is being made. Would it be pulled then? Right? I mean, Pro- I mean, probably not. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of patriotism after 9/11 and everything, you know. But uh, we yeah. gave up so many freedoms through the Patriot uh, Patriot Act and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know, we just kept. Uh, we bought into the whole terrorism thing. I mean, w- whether there really was WMDs or not, you know, Colin Powell showing us uh, images of, of what they believe to be canisters and all that stuff. I mean, it's definitely a different level. You know, it's a completely different level of thinking. Um, I mean, even That's over sure. 10 years ago, you know, Facebook wasn't really a thing. Um, MySpace dominated, you know, like the whole cyber <laughs> cyberspace is kind of, you know, it was it was just it's, starting out. I mean, now everyone to, has a smartphone. They used to call it the neural net. <laughs> neural net. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, I think that that's really fascinating too. I think that if um, there had been such a social media um, connection as there is today, I mean, we're all part of a large, I, I, air quotes, hive mind, right? Imagine this this kind of like nine eleven during the Facebook and social media age, Twitter and all that, right? I mean. They would be so vastly different, wouldn't it? Just our reaction to it. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, it could be a shitty point, but I, I just think it's interesting <laughs> to think about how events would have unfolded differently. Like the terror level shit, right? I mean, when that was going on, there wasn't really the access to information there is today. I mean, there was an internet, but it wasn't as ubiquitous as it is today. Um, so I think it would have been called out more as bullshit. Back then, Fox News and CNN and everybody, to an extent, was dominating our perception of what was going on in the outside world. And now that's not yeah. the case. And that, that leads me to a, a big point I wanted to make about the whole freedom of expression thing. Uh, we're, we're more on a global level you know, today in today's world. And yes, we have freedom of expression in America, but... Uh, when when it, when it comes to freedom of speech outside of America, no, we don't have those rights. And yes, the film was going to be in, uh, viewed in America. It wasn't being released in North Korea, obviously, or, or anywhere else, uh, to my knowledge. But the world is going to see it. And I think we do need to censor ourselves to an extent when it comes to um, things like that, you know, global things that, that everybody's going to see, especially when it's the leader of a nation who's an un- Psychopath, basically. Well, the um, the the death scene leaked. I watched that the other night. Oh, the uh, the scene where he died in okay. the movie. But I mean, it's definitely different, especially when you compare it to like Team America. You know, the little puppet Kim Jong Il just fell, and I think he was uh, impaled by like the Sweden ambassador's helmet or something like that. Because uh, they're nonviolent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and then the. Uh, and then the uh, the cockroach comes out of his mouth, and it turns out that cockroach was really Kim Jong Il the whole time. So it's definitely a cartoony side, but man, that scene like he gets blown the fuck up in a helicopter. I mean, they fucking he's toast. Yeah. He's done. And it, it like when I seen that, I was like, shit. You know, that's a, that's a little much. But well, I, I definitely think. I mean, and Kay uh, he iterated that earlier. That I mean, most of the nation is in agreement that like. It, they wanted to see the film, and it's more about not backing down to some bully on the block, right? Absolutely. And and I see that. And this is a multifaceted discussion for sure. There's there's all sorts of angles, sides, and levels. Uh, what is the quote? It's like an onion, man. There's, there's ice. And now what's all that shit, man? What do you got going on back there? Sorry, it was the ice maker. Nope, nope, no excuses. <laughs> no, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of layers to this argument, and I can definitely see – that we are listen man you're cooking meth back there bro. <laughs> you got it going is jesse with you is, can you guys really hear that though yeah, clear? Yeah. Well, sorry i was getting some water man i was getting parched from the conversation listen i'm getting parched too i mean 
Remember last episode I was discussing paleo. I'm already back on soda. Very, very uh Dude, that's that's the shit. that's like giving up crack, man. Listen. I gave it up a few months back. I, I drink just water all day, every day. I I've been doing that and, and I've lost weight, right? Even since the last podcast. I feel good, right? But Dude, I fucking lost like forty five pounds in the last eight months. Wow. I probably won't look the same if if I end up seeing you this week. You'll be good. Uh so that's getting edited out, by the way. Okay, cool. But um, no, I'm glad we got to discuss that though. Uh, <laughs> no, um, where was I at though? I was making the point. Multifaceted, like an onion, uh, blowfish, whatever. Uh, there was uh, okay. Multifaceted. There's a lot of layers to this argument, and I can definitely see the idea that we don't need to be backing down to bullies who are you know trying to threaten our sovereignty over a depiction. But I can also see the, the counter-argument, which, which Kay brought up, is that we live in a more globally aware society where our perception – or rather the, the world's perception of America is being directly influenced by the shit that we put out. So no wonder they think we're such a joke when we're making such obviously poor judgment calls when it comes to the entertainment we're releasing to everybody. You see? And that's something that North Korea does not have. I mean they have no – Every, everything they have is like monitored by the government there. Yes, um, yes, that's. And I mean that's that's their biggest handicap. I mean back, I hate to keep bringing up fucking World mm. War Two, but like Japanese <laughs> kamikazes, you know they they were like all for dying for their fucking country. I mean that's what North Korea has. I mean as far as they they know they're the fucking they rank themselves like the second happiest nation in the fucking world behind China. Hey, let me let me interrupt you real quick. Let me. I, I got something on that too. Uh, this was a few years ago. I think it was the '08 Olympics. But apparently, it had got released over there that they had won like 60 gold medals at the uh, Olympics. Dude, like they no dominated. Joke. I fucking read somewhere that they ble- uh, believe that Kim Jong Il was fucking born in a volcano. Dang, that's OG. dude. I mean, how yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I was OG. born in a fucking volcano. I'm a god. That's OG, man. Wow. That's pretty yes, pimp, it's, though. It's, it's important for people to understand, you know, North Korean uh, mentality. They don't know or, th- or, or they're not exposed to anything that the government doesn't expose them to. So just them as a nation, it's, it's important to understand the way that they're thinking. My, my, but that's, oh, uh, that's, that's the way I, I perceive this whole argument. Though. I feel like it's just Kim Jong-un versus America. And not like North Korea well, versus and, America. And, and see, people are, are upset that the movie's been pulled. We should have the right to watch it. But our government didn't pull this movie. No, Sony Pictures pulled the movie. Um, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. President Obama actually said that he wished Sony would have called him first and talked to him about it. Uh, he said that in his statement. So I, I think that's another important uh, important thing to note. I've, I've been trolling some IGN um Facebook post about it. Now, and, hold on. Uh, Viewers, we do not endorse trolling here on CKR Radio. Just to make that clear, the views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our sponsors, which <laughs> have none. So hey, they, they, were, they, they were totally fucking asking for it. They posted like four or five different articles like uh, North Korea says they're not against the – they're not behind the attacks, and they say they are. Uh, oh, then God. Obama – like uh, – the Obama, like, uh, you know, saying his two cents on the whole situation. And uh, all I put on there was, well, I'm glad Obama said that uh, Sony was weak. And it got like 40, it got 40 fucking likes on it. And it's just fucking stupid. It's like, you know, we're all a bunch of sheep or something being herded behind people with other ideas. Well, um, we well, definitely are. And I think that that's part of the reason why um, discussions like this are very important to either open our own minds or to raise awareness in other people, right? That you don't have to just follow what you see on Facebook, right? You don't have to just, you know, read an article and go, oh my God, and you're outraged instantly without even checking, you know? Um, and I, dude, I get filled with fucking rage when I'm just scrolling through my newsfeed and it's a fucking. It, it has to be like a fake human with like three extra fucking legs growing out of the side of its head, and it's like. One like equals one prayer. It's like, Aww. what the fuck? I mean, like when fucking Brian Griffith died, or Griffin died, fucking uh, <laughs> family guy, man. Like the next day, like the same fucking week, the guy from uh, Fast and the Furious died. And uh, they're like, they're like, bring back Brian. We Aww. missed him. There's fucking millions and millions of fucking That's funny, hits on it. it. 
his name yeah, his name was Brian in the movie. That's funny. Uh I actually tweeted uh Paul, that uh Vin Diesel was always the better driver when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I said so much fucked up shit about it. It's gone. Oh, well, yeah. The thing the, the analogy I make with the with the Kim Jong un thing is uh I gotta pronounce it like that to make sure I say it correctly. Um which I'm not saying it correctly when I pronounce it like that. But I, I just want like if you're in a bar, right? Let's say you're with with us three, right? We're in a bar, and we're very rational people. I mean, we can, you know, we have opinions and all that, but we like to be open-minded, and we'll discuss shit, right? But So um, we're discussing this, and, and some of the bars over here in it, right? Yeah. And there's this big fucking drunk, um, buff-ass bull redneck, man. He just got done at the rodeo, right? And, uh, you know, he, he, I don't like that, man. Don't be saying that shit. We're going to have problems. And I'm over here, am I going to say, hey, man, this table's freedom of discussion, right? Well, Knowing you, yeah, you would. <laughs> well, I probably would. Or, no, I mean, anyways, I, I don't know how I would react. And I probably would say something. But that the point is that, yeah, in this table, we have freedom of discussion, and that's what we're doing. But when some dude who's obviously irrational that can come over, he may or may not be able to kick our ass, all three of us, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what he's capable of. I know he's got a nuke in his left bicep, right? And... Am I going to try to egg him on in order to stand up for this table's discussion, right? So I think that's the kind of sense that I'm getting with it. That's my sort of overall opinion of the whole situation is like, yeah, I agree, freedom of speech and expression. And I don't think what – I don't think the movie was wrong, but I do think that you need to be aware that people are irrational. And you have an irrational person, not a country, a person in charge of a country – and you never know what's going to happen with that. I mean, it's just a. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. And what? I was burping. You can go. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, Sony. I guess they're catching a lot of heat, but I don't think we can hold them to accountable. I mean, I think they made the right calls. Uh, I if I had to say so in it, I would have done the same thing. You know, I was I would have done what Sony did. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I could definitely see that point. You know, um, I mean, if there's a legit threat to people, I guess it's better to have, you know, uh, zero people hurt in a movie release than you know. I, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. Get it. I, I just, I just think it would be kind of pigheaded to be like, oh, you just threatened the people that watch this movie's lives. I don't care. I'm going to let them watch it anyway and see if you kill them. You know what I mean? I just hashtag America. Hashtag, hashtag America. Hashtag. Which, well, no. which, which rooted from fucking Team America. <laughs> that is what we get. Oh, it's come full circle, man. Great point. It's full uh-huh. circle. But this this discussion is, I mean, I think it's very fascinating because there is, like, I can see both sides. I mean, so do you, Alex, and so do you, Kay. I mean, we can definitely both see, all of us, we can see both sides of the issue and to a degree, agree, but at the same time, we do hold our personal stance slightly one way or the other. I don't think it's full on, no, this is how it's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just a uh, it's a deeper issue, and it, it, it definitely deserves time and attention to really think about our place and what we stand for and what does it mean. Because if, if somebody were to get nuked because Sony had left that on, Right, and we plunge into World War Three. I mean, think about Sony's accountability. It would be the hashtag would be "How could Sony let this happen?" Which would be a long hashtag, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> it, it would be it would be outrage on why didn't they pull it sooner? You know what I mean. So it, it's a with the internet, it's a lose lose always. Yeah, and I do think it should be known that because I've seen a few people say, "Ah, oh, they don't have uh, they don't have nuclear weapons." I've seen a couple people on Facebook say that, and. Yeah, they do. In uh, 2008, that's the reason they were taken off the terror list, because they agreed to uh, give full verification of their nuclear sites. And that's oh. to, to, to the, you know, our government. And that's why they were taken off our terror list. So I just well, want that you, to be known. To the do, either that you guys, do either of you guys have any insight as far as what their technological capability is? Because... I, I saw, like, a fucking video, like, last year, like, LG just made them some really shitty Android phones, and they were saying that it was, like, the first uh, smartphone available to the public, and, I mean, it was just a fucking, it was a fucking brick. Really? It's so tough to, stuff like that is so tough, because how do you know really, you know? All you know is, yeah, yeah the only source you have is the internet. 
uh, <laughs> conspiracy time. This is the conspiracy section of the show, and I'm going to raise an idea. What if they're bluffing? What if it was just some group of people trolling, and North Korea is like, well, get some PR people in there. Let's take credit. You know what I mean? What yeah, if? That's, that's always possible, isn't it? But I read an article, like, as soon as it happened, they went to North Korea, and North Korea directly told them that they were not involved in this situation at all. Hmm. And then, like, a couple hours later, it's like, yeah, they changed their mind. They are involved. Bombshell tonight. (laughs) 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 There's a little awkward pause. But that that raises an interesting point for this conspiracy discussion because, like I said, they might not have known what was going on some – Asian group, whatever. That's not racist. You Asian know, group. It's always they, the Asians. Yeah, they, they hacked us to be fucking trolls, right? And what was the first information being released? It was a bunch of private fucking emails and tweets, right? It might have yeah. just been fucking a little hacker group on the fringe just fucking around, right? Um, if you remember, Julian Assange back in the day hacked NASA right before a shuttle launch, right? And he got right up in their servers, injected a worm into the system, and all it said was like, ha ha, we got you. And that was it. The launch went fine. He was just showing that he was just doing that to prove he could, right? And so this group is doing that, just hacking Sony to prove, hey, we can release your dirty business, your dirty pillows. And uh, then all of a sudden, North Korea decides, wait a minute. Hey, this might be a good opportunity to show that we ain't fucking around, right? I mean – that's very true. Like like we said before, that it's this fucking Kim Jong Un trying to trying to bark, make itself you know known as a, as a threat. Yes, I think it's fair to either way. I think it's fair to take him seriously because he's not stable. I agree. I do agree with that. Though. Well, the crazy thing is too, he had an older brother. He was never supposed to be in power. Uh, his older brother escaped and tried to go to uh, Disneyland in Japan, and was. Uh, wow. Was like cast out of his family. I, I don't think they killed him. I think they just like uh, banished him from North Korea. But that's like, what the fuck, you know? Like he yeah, wanted to go well, to Disneyland. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's the notion of how extreme he is. <laughs> uh, Palace of Dreams. That's not even a slogan for Disney. I couldn't think of it, so I just made some shit up. But uh, yeah, that's crazy though. Um, he's definitely. I agree with Kay that, like, regardless of any conspiracy or whether or not they actually did it or whatever, right, Um, which I'm not endorsing the conspiracy theory outright. I was just kind of going along with it. It's possible, definitely possible, but um, regardless of any of that, you still have to be aware that there is a threat. Anytime you're dealing with a country with an unstable leader who has nuclear armament, right, Um, and it's not that we would lose a war with North Korea. We would win a full-out nuclear assault, and I'm sure – if World War III came to blows, most of the world would be on our side, but it's still the worst ideal situation. A nuke on New York City, that's a disaster. Of un- that's over action. 7 million lives taken out. That's a double West Virginia's popularity <laughs> – or population. Population, yes. Uh, and and the, uh, the collapse of the infrastructure is the more – not more. Okay, 7 million lives, yes. Oh, God, i got to edit this out. Uh, but <laughs> – the uh, the economic collapse because of a New York nuke, it would just and, – and of course, we would retaliate, but it would be the worst-case scenario. And and I don't care if he did it, he didn't, whatever. If you've got this unstable guy in charge, he has complete control. So if we say the president was unstable, right, like say Bush, God forbid I say Obama, right, but it, let's say Bush was a cowboy for sure, right? Well, guess what? Well, actually, never mind dropping that point because I'm pretty sure that he has in, in times of war he can have executive power right so never mind uh, he, yeah he uh, he can he so can do that. Uh, since I just fucked up let's go ahead and turn the conversation around okay uh, <laughs> so are you are you gonna edit that out you want me no to are you rolling? kidding me no I'm gonna edit you out saying are you gonna edit that out I'm leaving that in <laughs> okay I'm gonna get the ball rolling um, yeah so I think we got most of our thoughts about the whole situation where do where where's it going to go from here what's oh yes the future that was yeah let's go ahead and what's start wrapping this, this up with the uh, saga. alex what do you think the uh the future holds for this what what can be because real quick let me just give you something to piggyback off of um let, let, let's say that north korea starts saying or other countries are looking at us with weakness now right look what we just did we backed down over a movie right quote unquote so What's the uh, what else could happen, right? 
Well, I mean, um, I you know, like, like Kay said, you know, it's fucking, uh, we kind of have to perceive it like it, it, it was in bad taste. Like the whole point of the movie was to kill your fucking leader. I mean, there's a lot of anti-American shit out there, especially in the middle. But of we're age. rational. <laughs> but we're well, rational. That's the, yeah, that's yeah, different. So yeah, we we have uh, we have to worry about everyone fucking else's opinion. So that's well. But see, my my point is that it, by by pulling this movie, the the radical opinion, right? Let's say, I mean, England and France and Germany aren't going to be like those fucking pussy Americans. But like, I mean. North Korea, where they think, oh, he just backed down now. Let's go and see. I just said he for a country. That's a completely, a completely wrong way to misrepresent the very, very uh, complex political issues. So I don't mean to lump countries as people, but in general, well, in North Korea's case, it's it is not a that key. Wrong. But <laughs> let's say, okay, America pulled the movie. Uh, they just, they just gave up. They 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 didn't fight back. I mean, they're a bunch of pussies. So what else can we get away with, right? And you might start because the reason I ask this is back in the day, I, the um, the the what was it Taliban Al Qaeda whatever the fuck they um, they they were they were attacking us constantly right um, once at least every five years a major attack and then it culminated with nine eleven when nine eleven happened it finally was time to like put our foot down and say hey fuck you enough's enough and then all this shit happened right the war on terror. If we didn't do that, then what, right? Let's say we try to peacefully negotiate with Al-Qaeda, and they're going to be like, look, we just took out their economic center. What a bunch of fucking pansies, right? So what's the future for this? I mean, what do you think? I mean, Well, I mean, that's the fucking American spectrum on everything. Anytime something like this happens, there's a shit fuck ton of people that come out, and they're like, what are they trying to distract us from? What's the government doing? What are they you know, is there some kind of other agenda that they have uh, signed with, with shit like this? Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah like, even, it seems kind of petty, doesn't it? Like a movie, and, and it really that's, does. That's the like headline the fucking, news right now. Well, the fucking Ebola. Um, no. You know, like the, like the few cases in no. America, and they, and they all were like snuffed out. No, there don't. Just so many people everywhere, just like, <laughs> no. what are they trying to distract us? From? No, <laughs> don't don't start with this. I get so pissed off about no, and I, I, I actually you're agreeing with me now that I heard your final point that yeah people Ebola was a big distraction, uh, yeah Illuminati, uh, the Bilderbergers, whatever. Uh, yeah, the the reason why the Ebola was not in the news anymore is because Ebola was not in the news anymore because there was no more cases. Everybody that got it pretty much survived. Who got it in America? And it was not a hard. It it, it was a very hard to spread disease. It's it. it kills the host rapidly when it's untreated, and it is very hard to contract because it's only through liquid, right? So when everybody was like, what happened to Ebola? Where did Ebola go? Where did Ebola go? Well, it was fucking contained because we wash our hands in this country, you know? I mean, yeah. so I, I get your point on the distraction, though. Like, uh, I don't think it... Oh. The, the, the issue is you can – okay, this this whole Kim Jong-un thing is going on, and then you're going to see a Supreme Court case in the news as well that is like uh, the the gays aren't allowed to vote or some you know some crazy shit, right? And then they would be like, look, the interview was a distraction for the Supreme Court hearing. Why isn't anybody talking about this? Well, it's just a coincidence. There's a ton of shit going on a ton of the time, right? Oh, yeah. I mean that's why we have fucking – Voted representatives whose sole job is to fucking sit around and and discuss shit constantly. That's the that's the point. Yeah, I think you're right, R. Um, I think as far as the future, of this whole thing goes. <coughs> uh, do we look vulnerable in in the eyes of the world? Maybe, but it's it's pretty petty. It's it's just a movie, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just a movie. And then I think if we if we try to um because I saw that Sony is thinking about releasing it on a different platform, whatever that may mean, uh most likely Amazon Prime or, or something like that. And I think I think that's a worse idea. If if we try to come back and, and make a statement like, "Hey, we're not backing down. We're going to release it here." That's a bad idea because that is global. Um, the internet's global. Anyone can see it then. Um, I think we we just need to let it let it die. Uh, I think that I think at a certain point it will, but it just depends on how serious these new threats are and all that jazz. I mean, is it being is it smoke being blown up the ass? You know, with like because that that's what made me think of this was like what's the future ramifications? Because 
they're they're threatening us more now. They're like, what was it, Kay? You said the headline was earlier, uh, the worst is yet to come? Uh, wor- worse is coming. Worse is coming. Very so bad. is that a bluff? I mean, wh- Could what? Be. Could be. Uh, um, and I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> go against everything I just said, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to do this. But <sighs> maybe this is them seeing that we back down, and now they're fucking with us. That's always a possibility, but I don't think so. Well. Uh, I'm sure A's got some good points on this. I just wanted to say real quickly that it reminds me of – you guys remember that uh, Muhammad cartoon? Yes. That yes. fucking – they killed like, what, three people over? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so here's my point. There was there was a cartoon drawn – it was a U.K. artist, right? Was it? I yes. think I think so. It was a U.K. artist. It wasn't even American. So this um, this uh, you know eradicates the idea that this was anti-American retaliation. No, this was U.K., Western culture still, oh, but uh, so cartoon is drawn, and it wasn't even that bad of a depiction, was it? I mean, was it him sucking dick? I don't know what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't something <laughs> I, I, like I that. I believe he had a turban on that had that was a bomb. There was a bomb on a turban. Okay. And, he, and I mean, like, it, I don't know, man. Like, it, he didn't have like a goofy fucking face or anything like that. It was just that they put a face on Muhammad, and that's like a big no-no. that's that's a big deal. And then mm-hmm. also the whole uh, yeah, the bomb and shit. Okay, so. They, they, they see that it's obviously expression of free speech and artistry and all that shit, right? Whatever. And what do they go do? They go and kill people. And by they, I mean Muslims. Yes, they. And um, radical Muslims, air quotes. So they kill people. And then um, the the Black Jesus cartoon comes out, right? Remember Black Jesus? Black Anybody? Jesus. I, I, I've been seeing the show on Adult Swim. Ghetto Jesus, or I haven't, was it? I haven't seen this. I don't Yo, that shit hood rat Jesus, brah. Hood rat <laughs> Jesus, man, get it right. The Sounds trap. interesting. I, I haven't. Black yeah, he Jesus. Died, he died in the trap, brah. He died for our sins. Anyways, I'm not mocking it, but that came out. Christians were outraged, right? Christians were outraged, and I almost can see their point. But the difference was they didn't kill anybody. They didn't go out and loot and plunder and murder people over a depiction of their um, holy saint, prophet, whatever the fuck, messiah, you know, da-da-da. The radical Muslims, on the other hand, a parody of their prophet, holy man, Muslim, messiah, whatever, and they go and destroy everybody. So well, I mean that, that comes down to you know us being like a melting pot of having so many different cultures, having the freedom to express our opinions, finding like-minded people to share our opinions with, or even if they're, you know, not against us, uh, just to share our, you know, be verbal about it and be social about it. And, and yes, that, that's what exactly, sucks is, like, yes. you know, they were in a nation where it's, you know, like it's Islam is like the, the uh, dominating religion. Um, most people just, you know, they have nothing. So they just fucking, they hate everything. Huh, um, yeah. And then they draw a fucking face on an enemy like that. And it's just like, man, we got to fucking kill these guys. You know, there's no rational thinking. Yeah, like you know, like here, if I was like, man, well, let's go fucking kill these guys for saying that I'm fat, you know, you guys would be like, whoa, just calm down, buddy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, no, you see that in fights. I mean, people are getting their ass kicked on the street, and for the most part, it usually gets broken up, right? Because there's oh, a certain absolutely. point where it's like, hey, all right, you whooped his ass at first, you'll say, world star, world star. And then, Dude, those fucking videos, man, of just like <laughs> these fucking young kids going up to like elderly people and shit in New York and just punching them out. Oh, Fuck. whoa, Dude, that shit. whoa, that might be another episode because that shit enraged me. There was one yeah, in a dude. McDonald's, dude, captured on the McDonald's security cam. Old dude, old white dude is just chilling on the counter, right? He's waiting for his food. And then um, homeboy just turns, clocks him right in the face, man, broke his jaw. Just yeah. like that. Ouch. And, and the reason is th- there's so much more damage when you're not prepared for it, man. This is an old Dragon Ball Z um, theory. <laughs> right, because in Dragon Ball Z, man, wait a minute. How can uh, how can they sit there and take these Titanic blows, right? You know, like super punches, right? But then sometimes they're knocked out cold, right, by the same character. And you're like, wait a minute, he just tanked the one punch. Now he's knocked. Out. It's because you're not prepared for it. So when you're at the McDonald's counter, you're chilling, and some dude comes up to you and cold clocks you. 
your entire body's response is so vastly different than when you're, when you're pumped up for a fight. There's adrenaline flowing. There's all sorts of um, pain reducing, um, and your and your body is is stiffer too. You know, your your neck's not going to crank as much, right? And all that. So I don't know why we're t- why why did I just ramble <laughs> on into that? But um, the the Muslim thing I wanted to bring up to kind of tie it together to the North Korean thing is that. Yeah, if North Korea released a movie about Obama dying, I think we would be a little upset here, and there would definitely be uh, slacktivism, as you called it, right? Oh, yeah. There would be slacktivism, but there wouldn't be uh, threats of North Korea going down, World War III incoming, you know? Um, so that's just a difference in culture, but I think you you don't have to respect it, right? I don't want you to – I don't want people to think that I'm saying we should respect their culture, but you have to be aware of it, right? Yeah, that's that's my that's my point. Yeah, it's just a matter of that a matter of us being more mindful of the things that we do and say that are going to be seen on a, on a global level. Um, and I don't want. I mean, I guess that can infringe on your on your freedom here in America a little bit, but I don't but, know. I just I just think that. That we need to be mindful of that shit. We live in the, in the real world, you know. People are killed, like like the Muhammad drawing. You know what I mean? Was was it that bad? No, but somebody was killed for it over well, over there. Let you, me let me interrupt. Are, are, are we so proud that we say, "Hey, we, we we can draw this here. We have the right to do that." So what yeah, if yeah, if they die over there? We we still get to say what we want. I don't care if somebody dies because of it. I just I don't know I don't really agree with let, that. Let me let me just uh, interject there real quick. It's like my, this is a this is a wider philosophy here, but like you have the right to go up to somebody and say any sort of slur, any sort of um, provocative or you know um, inflammatory phrase that you want. You have that right to a certain extent, right? Um, to a certain extent, but there are consequences for what you say, no mm-hmm. matter what. So we go back to that bar table analogy. Um, I don't think. That there is any infringement of my right to make fun of the the big bull redneck, right? I don't think there's any there's any infringement on my right to do that. We can be at the table discussing discussing having a rational, you know, conversation, and I have the right to say that guy's a faggot, right? But it, there's a consequence to that, and he might not have the right to come over and punch me in the face, but he's gonna do it, right? So yeah, I mean that that's um. That's a consequence. Yeah, there's, you know, there's, we, that's a situation that uh, that that can happen in, and I don't know, man. It just that's what the double sided, uh, double edged sword of like being in America is, is that like we are kind of limited in some ways for shit that we can do. When uh, you know, like the nine eleven attacks and everything happened, they had fucking uh, posters of George Bush with like devil horns on them and. And they were setting him on fire, and they were putting his face on like a dummy and like stabbing it with knives and shit. Jesus. And I mean that you know that that kind of sucks that like we can't <laughs> do that. We can't just put like fucking their country on a on a uh, map and just show like fucking burning and shit because they wouldn't even know. Anyways, I mean when they, they were fucking conducting uh, fucking interviews and shit about the nine eleven attacks, half of them didn't even know what they were talking about. The other half were like. Yeah, I heard it was a, a three-story building, and there was fucking, like, 20 or 30 people died. Oh, my God. I mean, that's that's how fucking Jeez. closed off they are from the rest of the world, and it sucks. Jeez Louise. Yeah, but I think we have to hold ourselves to that higher standard because we we, we are a world leader, and uh, we do have some responsibility, so to speak, over... Yes, yes, over, yes, yeah. yes. That is it. That is it. Don't mean to interrupt, but I, I'm so sorry. I interrupted slowly though, so you could no trail worries. off. So you could trail <laughs> off. The 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 key is in order to create a more rational world, right? That's what that's the ultimate goal is so that everybody in the world is just rational. We're not telling people what to believe. I hope. I mean, there's a lot of Americans who are trying to do that, but the whole course of logic and rationality and just you know modern sensibilities. Is that freedom of expression, freedom to um, Second Amendment? No, I'm just playing because uh, I was trying to blank. Uh, but you, the the freedom, we just want that globally. That's the ideal, right? It, it, because I think when you look at, well, this is so deep. I don't, I don't know if I can do <laughs> all this, but it's just like 
to be you have to be the change you want to want to see, right? That's the old quote. And in order to promote a higher standard of civilization, you have to promote that. And that means taking the high ground as a country, right? So then again, we go back to 9-11, and what happened? We get bombed and we retaliate right there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I just think that in, in general terms, we have to try and strive to be better, and that might be watching our mouths. Simple as that. North Korea, they're going to look irrational as fuck, but that's the point, right? That's the point. We want them to say, listen, you guys are fucking crazy over there. Chill the fuck out and get with the world. So, so you would prefer to be like to point a finger and be like, "Hey, that's the bad guy. They're I, acting crazy." See, that's why I was struggling with the uh, with the argument I was just making because, I, as I was saying it, I could I was flooding through with all sorts of different counter arguments and like, "Wait a minute, that's not the way it is. That's not the way it is, right? Are we so holier than thou, right? That's the, but it's not it it. it Table analogy at the bar. If we're just discussing shit amongst ourselves and some dude's infringing on that, then I hope the rest of the bar realizes that guy's an asshole. Get him out of here, right? Or but, change your behavior. But but he could be like a, a, a common customer, you know, who's always in there and everything. So he has a few buddies. Even if they don't agree with what he's saying, they might fucking bash our heads in because we're starting a fight with them. Yeah, yeah, I see that. You're making an analogy to, like, um, allies and stuff, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, fucking, this is so fucking out there, but uh, I don't know if you guys <laughs> played uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. Uh, yes, I fighting. have played it. Okay, so you know how, how Superman, in this alternate reality, he's, like, pretty much a dictator. He's, he has an iron hand on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that really so bad? I mean, if, if we're the good guys, <laughs> we just fucking dominated the world and... You know, there there wouldn't be so much violence and everything. I mean, but at the end of the day, when do you stop sounding like a fucking dictator? Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, I don't, I don't think that, like, um, I don't think that's the answer in 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 um, overall terms. I think we need to we we need to just strive for a global awareness of rationality and and logic. I think that that kind of stuff can be like democracy can be oppressive. Don't don't think it can't be right. I'm not I'm not even. Surprised. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. They're, you know, when it comes to common man, they're going to look out for their own interests yeah. versus someone else's. But let's imagine a world of seven billion people who aren't opening a pack of gum. <laughs> it was a Hershey's bar. <laughs> no, no, no. But imagine a world of seven billion people who all think. Rationally, not even like-minded, but they have critical thinking skills. They they are deep into philosophy and the human condition, and they act logically and and uh, and uh, reasonably. Right? Then that is the real um, catalyst for change that can actually be beneficial to the whole world. Okay? I mean, what do you think about? Uh, it? I think that is the overall goal, right? Global awareness, more logical, rational world. Who wouldn't want that? Makes sense. Um, yeah, and, and then I think that's. I mean, there are so many counter arguments to, to to what we're saying. To to every point in this issue, there there's a counter argument, and that's yeah. why it's a really yeah. really subjective subject. But objectively, was it was it worth it that's a to good watch question. this movie? That's a good question. I think that's I think that's what listeners or America needs to ask themselves. Objectively, would it have been worth it for you to watch this movie and enjoy this movie when it puts people's lives at stake? I think that's the question we need to ask ourselves. That's very true. I mean, is the world better or worse for this movie not hitting hitting theaters? And it's going to come out. I mean, it it might be a little while down the road, but it's going to eventually come out. Yeah, the bargain bin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, well, you know, like back to the whole conspiracy thing, so many people I've been seeing posting about, uh, is this just a viral marketing strategy by Sony? Jesus. Now, who the fuck? Jesus. Oh, wow. Jesus. Be, there's people who believe it like that shit. And like, I mean, that's the cool no, thing about America listen, that is, is that anybody can come out of the fucking woodwork and, and be like, hey, this, this is what's happening. No, listen, that just blew my fucking mind, and I'm glad you brought it up because that shit would be so genius. I'd buy six copies of that movie. I'd be like, these motherfuckers deserve it. That I mean, no, they don't deserve it for causing panic and fear among the Americans, but – 
take a fucking picture of you at Walmart with a buggy full of just that DVD. Like, fuck you, North Korea. That is so <laughs> crazy if that was a viral market. It's like, I, I don't – Hashtag I, stop North Korea. I don't believe oh, – I don't God. believe that, right? I don't believe that for a second, but I'm open to all possibilities on a lot of issues, and that would be fucking amazing if it was. Like, Well, I mean, you, but if you look at that, I think they invested roughly $40 million into producing that movie. Any given time of the year, no matter when they release a movie like that, it's going to at least make its money back. I don't feel like it was so fucking awful that they thought, man, we're going to lose millions of dollars. Let's fucking scheme up a uh No, they wouldn't have lost money. No, zero, zero percent chance they were going to lose money on that. Rogan and Seth are – or Rogan and Seth. Uh, well, no, okay. Since I fucked up, let's go ahead and go to the next point. Some of the shit that was released was hilarious where uh, Seth Rogan was bragging about how much more he makes than James Franco. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I did not see that. Oh my god, dude! It was. It, it, <laughs> I think it was like. Go on, Kay. Go ahead. I was just gonna say there was a lot of uh, of funny little things like that. Yeah, they called uh, Kevin Hart a hoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was what was this on? Was he? This just... was this was uh, they, they were releasing uh, the whoever the hacker group was was releasing the shit in the beginning, like the first couple of days after hacking Sony, right? And they were just releasing some relatively benign shit. Like a producer over at Sony was like, "Angelina Jolie is a uh, is a brat." Or uh, what was it? Okay, do you remember? It was something like that. A whore? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. Like I don't know. She, fuck, she fucks everybody or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Apparently know. she does. I, I, I might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to misrepresent what was really said, but I'm sure nobody's really listening. So. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it was crazy, and uh, I just found it hilarious that Seth Rogen was bragging about how much more he was getting paid than James. I think it's because James is probably the bigger star. Would you guys agree? Um, well, I mean, look at fucking uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, what's his name? Jonah Hill. Apparently oh, yeah. Apparently got paid like 60 grand to fucking be in that movie. Really? What a sack of shit, yeah. Wow. 60 grand. Jeez Louise. <laughs> he, was so, he made that fucking movie. Uh, Kay, you just watched it, didn't you? Yes. And just give us a quick uh, review of your experience. Did you like it? Did you hate it? I think it was a good movie that is commonly misinterpreted. Like, the whole the whole point of the movie wasn't get rich at all costs. I think a lot of people thought that and were wrong. Um, but I think overall it was a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, that's great. Um, um, so, okay, do you guys have, like, a, a, like a favorite James, uh, James Franco slash Seth Rogen moment, or n- not even you know collaborative, but like a, like one or the other. Let me start this off, a eh? real real quickly, real quickly. Um, it's Spider Man Three, and our good friend PP. I think you guys might know his initials. Uh-huh. Uh, he <laughs> he saw this movie. Go on. <laughs> and uh, it's Spider Man Three, and it it was so crazy because Franco had been playing uh, Harry Osborn for the whole series and he was doing it pretty straight right like no uh no comedy really and then by Spider-Man 3 he goes off the rails because of the amnesia and there's this scene where he's talking to Peter Parker and he says um the waitress you know they're having this serious discussion about him being Spider-Man and Mary Jane and all that bullshit and then the waitress says to uh to James Franco how's the pie and James Franco turns back he leans back and he smiles that big pearly smile and he says <laughs> So good. And it's like it cuts. And it's just such a crazy scene. And I'll never forget it. And it's not as funny as I'm describing it, but oh my god, that's by far my favorite moment. Okay. That movie was so shit, though. God. <laughs> I liked it, man. I, I'm going I liked record. it, too. I mean, I liked Spider Man in general. It is a bad movie, objectively, but it's just got so much fucking weird charm. I don't know what it is. It's, it's fucking goofy and bad. It's like yeah. B movie shit. <laughs> they could have found they could have found anybody though besides Topher Grace to fucking be Venom. I mean anybody, just somebody who's not a skinny little fucking rally of a man. Yeah, I can agree with that. Oh, that Venom shit. Listen, it brings sadness to my heart. All right, but let's let's get all right. So, hey, what's your favorite uh, Seth Rogen or James Franco moment? I'm sure you guys have seen uh, Bound Three, the little the little viral video they made of Bound. Man, uh, I can't Kanye tell you that I have. And... I can't tell. Oh, yes, I really? have seen that. No, no, I yeah, have seen that. Yeah, they did a shot yes, to yes, shot yes. remake. Yeah, yeah, I have of, seen of that. The, yeah. the, the video. Yeah, yeah. Okay, have you seen Bound. that? Uh, what was it again? I... They called it Bound 3, and it was the uh, they were making fun of the Kanye West and Kim Kardashian video, Bound 2. 
I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's so fun. It is funny. Um, I've seen it, yeah. I, I, I forgot for a second. Once you described it, yeah. I didn't know that was the name of it. Yeah, Rogan pretty much is Kim Kardashian, and uh, Franco is, is Kanye West, and they're just, oh, it's so funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so I don't. This might not be my number one favorite, but it's pretty funny and it's definitely ironic for for this show. So it's the one I'm going to choose. In uh, in Pineapple Express, they're running after he witnesses the murder. They're running. They're hiding in the woods, right? And they end up sleeping in the car. Well, they wake up the next day and they're ready to leave. And uh, and they start. Rogan starts freaking out. He's like, "No, we can't leave. The car's dead." <laughs> Oh and my Frank- god, that sounded just fucking yeah, wild. I know, that was a good impression. <laughs> that was great. So so Franco's like, uh, man, what do you mean it's dead? He's like, We we must have left the battery on last night. And we fell asleep. And he's like, Oh man, talk radio. That shit's so fucking boring the car killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, I love that scene. I love good that scene choice. too. They're- I knew what you were talking about. I could picture the scene in my head, but I didn't remember that. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. So uh, I don't really like Seth Rogen as much as Franco. I'll just go ahead and be honest. Um, yeah, I liked him in Knocked Up. Fair enough. Would you guys say Knocked Up is his uh, like most notable? His standout role? performance? Yeah, what is his standout role. Would you guys agree or would you think? Uh, like culturally? Probably. I mean, I'm yeah. trying to think yeah. of the first I saw you know, Seth Rogen, the first time I heard of him, and Knocked Up comes to mind. I mean – he was in the forty year old virgin, if I remember. That's true. That's but he yeah. was he was a bit yeah. he was a bit part. Um the reason I, I, I either Pineapple Express or Knocked Up, right, would be his two most famous roles. Right. But the difference is I think Knocked Up appealed to a wider audience than Pineapple. Most definitely. Um Pineapple Express is an amazing fucking movie. No, it, it's a yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right on that. I was skeptical. I was like, Man, is this Cheech and Chong for the modern age? And I was all you know how I am, um, A and K. Uh we're like the men in black. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh yeah, I was and then I watched it and I was just like, This shit had me rolling on the floor, literally raffle, man. I was literally rolling on the floor. They they're funny, but they it's it's a weird sort of humor, man. I I don't know if I would like them like standing up and doing comedy, right? Like Seth Rogen if he was on stage. I don't know if that would be my cup of tea. But when he's in like situational comedy, right? I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, which is why to wrap it up here with the interview, I just when I saw the trailer, I just thought, well, this situation just does. It's not because of the whole issue that we spent an hour just talking about. It was just in general like. This doesn't seem like that funny of a situation. Like, yeah, it's two, two fish out of water. Great, but it, you know what I mean. It just—I don't know. It didn't have the same premise as Pineapple or This Is the End. You know all that shit. Yeah, I caught well, the same vibe. Well, the the shitty thing that I kind of feel about it is uh, when I first saw the fucking preview and stuff. You know, I, I heard people saying. Well, this is going to cause a war. Um, are they even going to show it? Stuff like that. And they didn't, man. And they didn't. That, that fucking sucks because, you know, I mean, all the other political bullshit aside, it just sucks that, like, you know, I'm on the losing side. I don't get to see the movie. Like, I, I feel like, you know. But um, Got a personal I, interest in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually affects me. You know, forget yeah. the, the Coney and shit. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's fucked up. I will. Um, but, uh I don't know, man. Like back in the uh, 2008 election, uh, when it was Obama and uh, McCain, you know, like I heard a few people be like, "Oh, well, if uh, Obama gets elected, they'll just fucking assassinate him because he's black, oh, and if mm. McCain gets uh, gets voted in, he'll just fucking die of old age." And I mean, like, what if that really fucking happened? What if we voted Obama in and he got fucking taken out or something? Yeah. Like that would be so shitty. Yeah, but I, like I, I just feel like they should have stopped production on it. And then, like, somebody had to look at that and be like, man, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, this this isn't okay. That's like where it, I, I really mm-hmm. started thinking, like, where – Sony at some point had to say, was it a bottom – was it a dollar issue? You know, was it like, well, we can make money off of this and maybe North Korea doesn't get that mad? Like, whatever. But this – you just brought up a great point. What – and I don't want to – this is uh, – this is. I guess I do want to be insensitive. What would be worse, Obama getting assassinated a week into office or McCain getting a heart attack a week into office and then Sarah Palin's on the country? 
Which you don't, e- don't even fucking take me to that world. <laughs> listen, that listen. We would talk about multiverse. There's a reality where that happened. Think about that. If yeah. it's true, quote unquote. But there's a. Uh, I don't know about that one, Riley. R <laughs> R. We got we got we got <laughs> we got no, we got no opinions on that. Uh, I think uh, there's a reality where the world has already been nuked by Sarah Palin. So let's just uh, let's just wrap it up with that. That time of the month, we just nuke a little fucking country off the off the map. I heard it's great for the cramps. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, listen, it's been really fun. Um, listen, a Alex, since we fucked up enough, uh, really great having you on, man. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Hey, man, I definitely appreciate it. Any time, man, just hit me up. Yeah, all I enjoy, right, I enjoy talking to you, man. Yeah, enjoy talking to you too, K and R. <laughs> the men in black. All right, well, uh, so Caleb, you got any? Uh, see, right there, boom. You got any last? Uh, any any last thoughts? I mean, all right, we'll see you next week. In the words of Kurt Vonnegut, if you can do no good, at least do no harm. Take care, everybody. All right, this is R, aka Riley, and uh, in the words of every rapper since 2002, "Fuck bitches, get money." Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Uh, It was awesome. It was awesome. All right. Well, listen, you guys have a great night. And uh... you've been listening to CKR Radio, where we obviously speak the truth, regardless of what anyone thinks about it. All right. Sounds good. Hey, talk to y'all later, man. Take care. All right.